Can you remind me to turn on the refrigerator after we're done? Yes. Last time I forgot to turn it up. Oh. <laughs> How long did it take to you remember? The next morning. You're listening to Swept Together, the story of a modern romance between two adventurers at home, at work, and on the road. We're your hosts, Christian and Annabelle. Join us as we explore the world and make our home together, wherever we end up. Because after all, home is... Three three years years and counting. counting. Hello everyone and welcome to Swept Together, episode 76. Yeah, we just celebrated three years together, which isn't a long time uh, in the grand scheme of things. Three years is kind of like, you know... It's like 10% of my life. Is that the right math? Uh, more or less. But <laughs> anyway, we thought we'd take the opportunity to celebrate and kind of reflect back on where we've come since episode triple zero. Double O zero. <laughs> if you'd like to check out episode zero, which is our origin story, or any of the past episodes we've recorded... You can check them out on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. And if you're listening on iTunes or the podcast app on your phone, please rate us. And if you don't know how to do that, go to swepttogether.com slash share the love. That's one thing that's come a long way since episode zero. Your ability to pronounce share the love. I mean, it's true. Correctly. (laughs) It's true. Episode zero, uh, we actually recorded on our one-year anniversary trip. Yeah, and we were like not as sophisticated. Not that we're very sophisticated now, even. (laughs) We were recording with uh, like clip-on lapel mics. No, we weren't even doing that. We didn't have those clip-on lapel mics. Oh yeah, we just just had had my tiny recorder. H, I think it's like an H one. It's like one of those uh, recorder things that reporters use when they're (laughs) on, you know, when they're on the steps of City Hall. I'm thinking of like a a Batman movie (laughs) or something. You know, like when they're on the City Hall, and then the guy with the fedora hat and the little, you know, yeah, press, press, uh, press. What, what am I saying here? It was exactly like that, but with margaritas. Right. I didn't wear a fedora hat. <laughs> no, you didn't. It would have been too hot. We recorded the episode in Mexico. We were on our one-year anniversary trip. It was our first international trip together. And we told the story of how our relationship began, how we met, and all of that good stuff. So not only is our relationship three years old, but all, that also means that our show is not three years old, but two years old. Because if you did the math correctly <laughs> out there, listeners in internet podcast land. It's complicated math. Right. So, so we don't claim to be experts um, about all of this, but... Which is one of the reasons why we started the show in the beginning. It's true. <laughs> Igno- we is were to just kind of selfishly learn. Yeah. And I think it's been really good for us to talk about our relationship both in real life and online through this podcast yeah whoa (laughs) sorry that was the sound of (laughs) annabelle kicking her computer (laughs) punting her computer across our kitchen (laughs) the drama so what have we learned about each other in the last three years 
I can tell you one thing that I've learned about you. Oh, what's that? Is that I have learned how to communicate with you better and have adjusted my, um, I don't know, like the way if I, if I, uh, if I think out loud, mm-hmm. you know, I shouldn't expect you to think out loud with me. You know, like if we're having a conversation or a discussion about something and I am a think out louder and That's you're not. True. That's true. And so if I'm thinking out loud about something and then there's a question that I should ask or that I, I want to ask and I'm like look at el- eliciting a response from you mm-hmm. that will not be right away. <laughs> that will be it's true. many months from now. <laughs> That's maybe a little bit of an exaggeration. <laughs> but yeah, but, we do have different communication styles for sure. Right. And that's not something that I, you know, have always been, um, you know, like not okay with, but I just have, uh, you know, I have had to adjust my way of communication with you. Yeah. So that. I can kind of incorporate how you also communicate. So it's not just all about me, I guess. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's th- one thing I learned about you in the last three years. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty good thing to learn. I think, I mean, on that same token with communication, like I've learned that I need to be more like verbal when we're talking about stuff because a lot of times you'll ask me a question and I'll like go off into the space between my ears and like forget to tell you where I'm going (laughs) and you'll be like um hi (laughs) like are we still talking and then I'll be like oh never mind you asked me a question and I just was like gone and didn't tell you where I was going um I'm still working on that yeah I know (laughs) but at least I'm more aware of it this, now. This kind of happens when we're also in the car and then, or like when we're in Gulliver, Gulliver driving around. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, babe, insert question here. And then silence. <laughs> and then you'll just, you know, or you'll say something and then you'll kind of trail off and then you won't really. <laughs> You finish know, cont- my sentence. Yeah, like finish your sentence. And then I'm like, after a couple of minutes, I'm like, so are you going to answer or are you going to, no. do you not want to talk about it? <laughs> Is that your way of saying you don't really want to talk about this thing right now? Ghost you could just tell me. In the conversation. Right. Yeah. And I mean, that's something, you know, I've asked you. Like if you want to, if you want time to think about it, then, you know, I'm just be like, just tell me you need time to think about it because I'm okay with that. Yeah. I just want to know. Yeah. I think that's like one of the lifelong objectives of any relationship is really like figuring out your partner's communication style and understanding or learning to better understand what they're telling you and how you can, you know, communicate better with them in a way that they're going to like understand. 
Yeah. Um, Because I don't think, I mean, I don't think we're ever going to be perfect at it. I think that like misunderstandings and miscommunications are just like a part of relationships. But I do agree that we've gotten a lot better at understanding each other. And I think this show has helped us with that. Yeah. I think that was one of the reasons why we started the show in the first place is so that we can learn about each other and about how to, how other people, you know, do what we're doing. Yeah. One of the first books, actually, I think the first book we read together, right? Mm, Maybe it's, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember which, if it was, it's, it, it probably was, but I can't necessarily confirm. I don't remember. We you know, can neither confirm memory, nor deny that the first book we read together was Aziz Ansari's Modern Romance. Well, you know I don't have that good of a memory for like a lot of the detail kind of stuff. They I'm all pretty kind sure. of smashed together. You're the one with the memory. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was this book. Um, and I was thinking about it recently as we were celebrating our three-year anniversary. Um, we went out to dinner at Nocturne. Which mm-hmm. we interviewed um, Nicole and Scott. Nicole and Scott, who own Nocturne. Um, and we had this like really wonderful evening together. We like made travel plans because, of course, that's what we do when we get away from work for too long. We start planning trips. Um, and I started thinking about something that we read about in Modern Romance about romantic love versus companionate love and how... um, For the people that haven't read Modern Romance, maybe we should define... Yes. Or like what how Aziz Ansari in his book defines those two categories. I was... Right before we did the episode, I was doing some Googling... And I found a Time article um, that Aziz wrote um, about his book. And he says in the article, he says, if passionate love is the cocaine of love, companionate love is like having a glass of wine. So can we can we make the metaphor? Can we change it a little bit? Because if companionate love is like a glass of wine, then then after a half of glass of companion at love, I'm red and asleep. <laughs> <laughs> You're allergic to companion at love? No, I'm allergic I... to wine <laughs> or alcohol in general. Well, I think it's kind of an appropriate <laughs> quote because I had a glass of wine before this episode. You did? I did. Oh, yeah, that's and right, you did. And I did not have cocaine before our first episode, although I did have tequila, which is kind of the same. Actually, I have no idea. I've never had cocaine. So anyway, how would you change the metaphor to be more applicable? Oh, I was just saying. <laughs> just saying. Oh, okay. Wine doesn't, doesn't do doesn't the same do thing for, for me as it does to other people. Um, okay, so companion love is like having a glass of wine. What's the metaphor? Like basically having more, I don't know. What's the difference between cocaine and wine other than one is an illicit drug? (laughs) Well, I think I think what he's trying to say is that passionate love is like the kind of like crazy 
Like Fast um, and the like Furious dop- kind of thing. Dopamine fueled, like Yeah. All I can think about is this other person and like it's kind of like an obsession almost or like an addiction. Yeah. Where you're just like really into this person. Right. And then companionate love is more like. um, It's like when it's like the glass of wine. It's like for a relaxing evening that you're enjoying with company, the company of others. Yeah, it's more like a um and yeah, it's a there's like a soothing it's like, a like kind of thing, comfortable right? friendship. Yeah. And it's like more for the long for the long evening as opposed to, you know, however long cocaine lasts, 20 minutes or whatever. I know nothing. You know, and about it's like this. very uh like very Yeah, and he talks about in the book about how every relationship has kind of both of those elements, but they, you know, when you start a relationship, you've got like a lot of passionate love and not a lot of companionate love because passionate love is kind of built on that, that chemical attraction, whereas companionate love is built on... Um, Like the Gottmans talk about the love map, which is, you know, learning about your partner and building that kind of foundation of friendship that helps you um, foster that companionate love. And so at the beginning, you have a lot of passionate love and not a lot of companionate love. And then kind of as you move forward into the relationship, I think Aziz Ansari said like 12 to 18 months into a relationship they kind of like switch and so you reach that transition point where suddenly you have more companionate love than passionate love and that's kind of like a a pivotal moment in your relationship where you know the passion is like kind of quote-unquote wearing off and so maybe it's the relationship doesn't feel like as magical as it used to as often as it used to and but you've got this companionate love that's like really special because it takes a long time to cultivate and that starts to like surpass i'm making hand gestures like a bar like not a bar graph like a a line yeah and <laughs> it's obviously well, coming we'll across put, very clearly i'll, I'll make through a this audio i'll make a spreadsheet and then there we you can, go we can add it to the to the yeah (laughs) um but anyway i think that over the last three years we've kind of i mean as all relationships do we've like gone through that transition um no more passion i'm not no i'm not saying that (laughs) i'm saying that like you know i think we've we've reached that pivot point in our relationship yeah. Where, you know, you you have to then make the decision to be like, okay, I'm going to continue to invest in this relationship, even if it's not like all hard eye emojis all 100% of the time. Yeah. You know? And I think, I mean, the, the romantic love part of it is also, I mean, that's it's nice and it's fun and it's all that kind of stuff, but it's not it doesn't have as much substance. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what 
uh, I don't know, I don't remember what article I read about how people conflate romantic love with actual love and then the companionate love with the withering, withering away of the relationship. Right. When really it's just a new phase of the relationship and, you know, as people that have been married for a long period of time, you know, and happily married and happily so, will say that it's, you know, better than the the passionate, you know, right. romantic phase of the, the relationship. And I think maybe that's another reason why he uses wine in the example, because wine is one of those things that's like better with time. Oh, uh, okay. That you makes know, sense. You don't want like necessarily to drink a glass of wine that like can is we, can we make it a cigar two months old sure because that's the same thing with cigars remember yeah we, we learned that in in tampa when we were at the cigar factory tabanero yeah um and so it like needs that time to to mature mature and then it's really good right uh what have we learned about ourselves? I I think for me, I learned that I I thought that I, you know, had like patience <laughs> before, but like being with you, I not have that tested your patience. No, no. <laughs> not, not that you've tested my patience, but just like it's kind of easy to be patient with you i don't know why but i'm just like you know like when we were just talking about with the the communication style yeah so uh, you know when i was younger in my youth i probably would have been like you know turned off or really upset and you know have been probably would have you know not chastised you but like you know said something like why aren't you talking to me or you know snap at you why can't you do it this way yeah right and i don't know if you know maybe it's just because i'm older and maybe a little wiser (laughs) or because it's with you or maybe a combination of both yeah my gray hair thanks (laughs) for bringing that up babe (laughs) i love you anyway yesterday when we had our party we had a party like a housewarming party Uh uh-huh and uh who who is it our our friends were like do you did you dye your hair black or darker and i had to tell them no because it's just that i have more of it because i've been growing it out oh and so it just looks darker because i just have more of it my hair is really thick to begin with anyway yes so and and usually when i get it cut it's short and then i have them thin it out so that i can like put more goop in it and then make it stick straight up. But since (laughs) I started experimenting with a different hairstyle now, maybe you've noticed on our pictures, (laughs) I don't have a sticky straight up hair style right now. And that meant growing it out a little bit more. So I had for like two months not cut my hair. That was a struggle for you. Yeah, I know. But anyway, we digress. <laughs> what were we talking about? Um, what we've learned. Yeah. And you 
said that was the party story about patience or just about your hair? No, just about my hair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out where we got off the. No, it was just because. Um, so no, I, I was just learning about patience. You said something about my gray hair, and that's the oh. tangent of the party story. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. But anyway, you know, I just learned maybe just to be more patient, and then that's okay. Yeah. And like things don't have to happen right away, right now. I don't have to have an answer or response from you immediately. You know, I can wait on it uh, and wait on you to, you know, go through for you to go to, to be able to go through your process of thinking about whatever it is you need. Cause I don't, I, I, I've learned that not, not to think that you think the same way that I do. Mm. Or like process things the same way that I do. Yeah. And so I have to have patience to and give you the space and allow you that time that you need to process. I mean, I think maybe too fast sometimes. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, let's do this after you ask me a question. Yeah. Without giving it as much thought as you give. You're more thoughtful than I am. That's that's what the th- moral of the story is <laughs> pensive yes right what have you learned about yourself um i've learned i had a wonderful thing to say and then i started listening to you and i got distracted which is i guess <laughs> good because i should be listening to you and not in my own head but um i think i've learned to um give up uh give up control a little bit of my life. I feel like we really do have a partnership where we talk about things and we do things together and we trust each other um to do things and I think in my past I would have um kind of micromanaged the relationship or just our life in general because I wanted things to be a certain way. Um, I think I've learned over the past three years that um, life is a lot more fulfilling when you don't try to like control every single thing that's going on um and when you trust the person that you're with to you know hold up their end of the bargain yeah in the relationship and I think you know I've learned that my inclination is to be like I mean there's a reason why I'm like a solopreneur right and I like like working on my own like I want to do it all myself I want to take care you know like I want to be in control um but I think as I've learned to let those things go um, and working through like, you know, all of the change that we've been through and all of the decisions that we've made as a couple, you know, I've had to relinquish like, okay, I can't always have it exactly the way that I want it and I can trust that this isn't Burger King. This isn't Burger King. <laughs> I can trust that like 
you have our best interests at heart in the same way that I have our best interests at heart, even if we don't see things the same way, you know? Yeah, that makes Um, sense. And so I can let go of like having to do everything the way that I would think that would be the best way to do it because I know that your core value in the situation is the same as mine. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. I like that. Thanks. How about, um, do you, do we have, do we have any struggles? (laughs) We've just been like totally struggle free for the last three years. Um, what comes to mind when you think of any kind of struggles that we had to deal with? I don't honestly know what kind of struggles we've had to necessarily face, but we're also very like young in our relationship, you know? I mean, we haven't had to, I mean, deal with any hardships necessarily. I mean, nothing that was like, you know. No, we've been very fortunate um, so far. I mean, we've we've lost family members. Yeah. Um, that was that was a struggle, and mm-hmm. you know, it was something we both supported each other on. Um, you know. Yeah, grief, change, moving. Lots of change, right? Um, but I mean, even like jo- job loss. Yeah. Um, but thank again, thankfully, like we were in a position where, you know, we were, we were being frugal and we had, we some had savings, savings and we didn't need, you know, we, it wasn't like a dire, you know, we didn't know where we were going to get our next meal kind of thing. You know, we, yeah, we haven't had, you know, well, you know, I think the interesting thing is that it's easy to like compare like, like, I don't think it should be necessarily a contest of, like, our struggles aren't as bad as other people's struggles, which means we haven't struggled. Um, right. I mean, I mean there's been right. times that we've um, disagreed, and there's been times that we've been hurting, um, and, like, times that we've gone through stuff in the last three years um, and walked through those things together and I just think of that as, you know, training ground. I'm not so naive as to think that we're never going to experience any sort of like big tragedies in our life. I'm sure that we will. Right. Um, but this is, you know, this is the training ground where we learn about each other and we learn how to take care of each other in those moments. Um. Yeah, and we probably won't be perfect at it or, you know, we'll we'll not do it, quote unquote, the right way all the time when we come to those, you know, points. But hopefully we've done enough, you know, of the work, uh, the pre-work to be able to, to, you know, 80 or 90 (laughs) percent of the way there. I really like what Gerard and Jesse said on their interview um, when they came on the show, gosh, almost a year ago now. Yeah, it's got to be a year ago almost. And, you know, they said 
there's no point in trying to be the perfect spouse because, or the perfect partner, because that's something that's unachievable, but you can be a great partner. Right. And I think something that has really um, marked our relationship in contrast to my past um, relationships is that I feel like I've really committed to doing my own work um, personally and then we've both really committed to doing the work together to like make this the best relationship we possibly can. Like I don't feel um, complacent, you know? And I think there's that temptation um, and there can be that temptation to be like, oh, you know, like we've made it to this point, like things are good. Um, So now we could just cruise. Now we can just cruise. Right. And we don't have to keep telling each other, you know, um, like, you know, we're not as, um, we're not as diligent about like doing the sweep up in our lives, like our daily lives anymore. Um, and so I, but I think that that's kind of, you know, something that we have to like be conscious of because it's easy to be like kind of fall into that of like, yeah, everything's cool, you know? And I think that's what eventually causes relationships to wither. It's not always the big stuff, you know, it's like the little stuff that, um, you stop talking to each other and then all of a sudden you're different people, you know? And I think we've been really fortunate because we spend 99% of our time together. We have a lot of those conversations. Um, But even we, when, you know, like when your work gets really busy or my work gets really busy, we can like be in the room all day together and still like at the end of the day I can be like man like I really miss you you know like I feel like we haven't had a conversation you know yeah um and so I don't think we're like exempt from that you know yeah I mean that's gonna happen at some point so we just need to you know continue to to just be very intentional about the things that we do and we have those tools in our tool bag that, you know, we can employ, we know how to use them. So we should just keep using those things and then also learn and then add new tools. Yeah. And, you know, just keep learning along the way. And if one tool, you know, maybe doesn't work for us anymore, we can work in a different tool or learn something new and then work that in. Right, because we're always changing and we're always, you know, we're dynamic humans and so our relationship is dynamic. So what worked for us the last three years may not work for us in the same way the next three years. Right. But I hope that the sweep up works for us forever because I love it. (laughs) Me too. I think it's something that resonates with a lot of people and I um 
I think there's some validity to that. It's Yeah. Let's keep doing that. We can do that. How about right now? Okay. What made you feel loved today, babe? Mm, what made me feel loved today was that we were um, working at the storage unit. Well, all day was really cool, actually. So we <laughs> did, you, you set up a graffiti street art tour for us uh, here in Denver. And that was really fun because we saw totally different side of Denver, or we learned about a different side of Denver um, that we didn't have, you know, the context behind or the history behind yeah, or, or anything like that. We, we, we've driven around the city and have seen all this kind of street art around the city, but you know, and, and you know that I really like street art and that's something that like really speaks to me uh-huh. in, in a way that, you know, other kind of traditional art doesn't. Um, so that was really fun. And then you, you put that together because, you know, you found these people and, um, that was really uh, a great experience. And then we went and, and, and really cleared out a lot of things from the storage unit. Now it's truly just big things that we can't, you know, we have to get a U-Haul kind of thing to, right to take out. So like, I'm feeling very good about where we are on that project. And, you know, we just spent a whole day together and it was just really fun to be able to do those things with you. And, you know, one of my love languages is, or my primary love language is, you know, spending time yeah, with each other. So quality time. And even though it was like working kind of time when we were in the storage unit, like that was still even fun. Yeah. Because, you know, we were like, doing like teamwork stuff you know so that made this whole day made me feel loved you made me feel loved this whole day i mean like every day but (laughs) what about you what made you feel loved well you like summed up our whole day but (laughs) (laughs) i think um what made me feel really loved was this afternoon I was feeling really tired today. Um, You know, we had that housewarming party last night, which we alluded to earlier. And I love our friends and I'm so happy to be back. Um, But like big gatherings like that are are very um, energy intensive for me. And so... We had that whole, you know, so I just woke up tired and was kind of dragging all day. And I just really appreciated. And we were walking around in the heat. Yeah, we were walking 99 around. 99 degrees so hot. in Denver today. Whew. Um, and sunny. Yeah. And I think I just really appreciated that when we got home, you were just like, okay, cool. Like, We'll just lay around for the rest of the afternoon. And that was pretty much what we did was just lay around for the whole rest of the afternoon. And it made me feel really loved that you didn't try to like make me be more productive or like, you know, say, oh, I want to do this or I want to do that. And you just like let let us have like a chill afternoon and and not feel like we needed to run around and do anything because I know there were things that you had wanted to do 
um, in addition to what we accomplished today and, um, but you didn't put any pressure on me to do those things and that made me feel loved. You're welcome, babe. What about those of you who are listening? What made you feel loved today? Um, let us know on our show notes. You can go to swepttogether.com slash episode 76 and comment there. Or you can get at us on, on social, social media. media. We're on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter sometimes, but that's not really the best place to find us because... We're not tweeters. We're not twitterers. Um, Tweeters. Yeah, I know. Tweeters? I was trying to be... Twitterers. Twits. It's tweeters. (laughs) Clearly, clearly we're experts. Anyway, hit us up on Instagram or Facebook. And uh, we would really appreciate if you've been enjoying the show the last two years. I can't believe we're coming up on two years of the podcast. We recorded... The first episode in right July. Yeah. Right like right around right yeah. around now. And um but we didn't release it until September because we were we recorded a few episodes in advance so we could do our launch week. So it's not officially the podcast's second birthday yet, but it's two years of the recording. Yeah. The 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 files date. We were, yeah, we were like in uh, podcast pregnancy two years ago, I guess. Um, anyway, for those of you who have been listening along and learning with us, um, we're just really grateful. And if you've been getting anything out of the show, we would appreciate an iTunes rating or review. Yeah. And we're just so thankful that you listen to us this week and every week. And we appreciate all your support. You guys are the best. Until next time. Love you guys. Love you guys. They've turned off the Dreamy Vibes playlist, it sounds like. Yeah. Nope, they haven't. Technology is terrifying. Three, Three years, years in ca- Oh, you know what we didn't do? We didn't do a <laughs> sound check. I just always have to make sure to say something witty during these sound checks so we have something to use for our bloopers. Anyway. Unique New York, unique New York, unique New York, unique New York. How now, brown cow? (laughs) It was only a matter of time. I thought it was too good to be true that he was just sleeping. (laughs) I'm so warm. The back of my...
Flavor. Sweaty. 